Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. This music is rich, generous, and extremely satisfying. One of the things I find is that though I don't have much spare time, I still spend too much of it on Twitter and other outlets that show the world to be heading simultaneously in all sorts of awful directions. One of the aims of Cacophony is to provide some respite from that kind of thing for its listeners. There's almost no better composer to put a firm smile on our faces than Antonin Dvorak. We're going to listen to his Sixth Symphony, which he wrote in 1880. This is music that makes us feel better about everything. People who knew, worked with and met Dvorak all seem agreed that he was a very nice man. He seems to have been straightforward, decent, honest and humane. He also underplayed his genius, maintaining that he was just a simple Czech musician. And it's like this with the music in this, his sixth symphony. Dvorak gets almost straight down to business in this piece. There's no bombast, no big self-important statement, just a couple of bars of syncopated offbeat horns, and then we're into a lovely bright and sunny tune. This is rich and enjoyable, happy and homogenous. It's quite a long first movement, but it's delightful to listen to. And whenever Vorjak ratchets up the tension, as you have to, it releases us back again into a space that's at least as happy as where we were before. The warmth of Vorjak's personality and his optimism shines through this music. I think its central message seems to be that everything's going to be okay. In fact, it's already okay. This is music that supports and sustains us. When Dvorak wrote it, he was in a pretty good place. He was receiving an annual state grant, which enabled him to live comfortably from his composing. His wife had just given birth to another child, and they'd moved to a new, larger apartment. You usually hear about musicians having to move because they'd upset their neighbours with all their music making. But in Dvorak's case, he was finding the neighbour's piano playing too loud and had to move to get away from them. But Vorjak had known poverty. He was descended from a line of village butchers and innkeepers. The two jobs generally went together where he came from, and he'd been pretty penniless as a student. He'd always had to work as a performer, church organist, dance band string player, to get himself through. And the Vorjaks had known tragedy too. Their second child had died aged only two days old, and then within four weeks of each other in 1877, they lost their two remaining children. Rujena, aged one, from phosphorus poisoning. She found and drank the liquid used to make the matches at home. And then Ottica, three, from smallpox. It really doesn't bear thinking about, even though I know that child mortality was much more common back then. I don't know if it tells us anything about Borjak's nature, his resilience and positivity, or if it was just part and parcel of 19th century life but his music seems to convey a sense of gratitude, an acceptance of things the way they are, not as you might want them to be. The second movement, the slow movement, 
is song-like, and again it's warm and relaxed. It's got a lovely sense of flow to it. Borjak's tunes seem to arise spontaneously without effort, and there are frequent lovely little moments from the horns and wind players, and the impassioned passages seem like moods to explore rather than a driving force behind the music. I loved this symphony from the first time I heard it on the radio. It's possible that it may not wow you the first time you hear it. There are exciting bits, but it's not visceral edge-of-the-seat excitement all the way through. But I find this is a piece that grows and grows on you. It's a really enjoyable piece to listen to, and very easy to let it waft over or past you, as if you're sitting by a beautiful river on a gorgeous sunny afternoon and soaking everything in. I find it's music that's full of love and a quiet sense of okayness or just isness, as I like to call it. You've got two choices now. You can click on the links to listen to the first half of the symphony, or you can go on to the next podcast, hear me talking about the rest before you go to the music. Either way, I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, please give us a comment on the website, cacophonyonline.com, or on the Facebook page. Please rate, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Come back for more next time. Thanks for listening.